0: hi guys welcome to quaderno like a notebook blankness is a space for ideas thoughts musings and most of all connection come draw your experiences with us write down your thoughts relate and connect your story is meant to be shared what's up guys margella here and welcome to quaderno episode 21 oh my gosh i am now with ate momny and i'm so excited because we're gonna talk about Motherhood, and I think from her name <laughs> itself, we can tell mom, no mom. <laughs> but before we get into it, oh, I, think mom, I was not able to change it. Yes. No, <laughs>
1: hello, everyone. Yes, actually, that's my username in an application, and uh, yes, I was not, and always, always after the you know, after streaming or whatever we do in that application. Afterwards, we will be going on Zoom meeting, you know, because there are things that we cannot say in that application. So <laughs> so we go Zoom meeting, and I always put that as my, you know, my, my name, and username, but uh, it's okay. You can still call me Mommy. Why is it Ate Momni? It's because I think I've been hand- having that um, username way back before Yahoo Messenger. Days. Oh really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Decades ago. Yeah, maybe because I can because I am Laorini. And so the and the part of La Arni is ni and the, ah. that is my you know my my nick my, in my, my family. So and mom and because maybe um because I got married young. So mm-hmm. all my adult life. I identified myself as a mother of four. And, uh, you know, the nickname that my family gave me when I was young and the, the identity that I am comfortable with my life. uh you know, all my adult life, I'm a mother,
0: <laughs> still
1: a mother, and would always be a mother. So, yeah. you know, it's, and it, it just came out naturally that you know, having that monitor. Yeah.
0: Wow, Monica. Ate Mom, I met you in Kumu. That's the mm-hmm. app that we... And I'm captivated by her eloquence, her grace. Wow! No. Oh, no. It's true in her oh, no. wisdom. But Ate Mom, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Introduce yourself, Ate Mom. Go. Okay, yes. Actually, my real
1: name is Maria Larini Silva. I'm a... You know, I, I was raised in Laguna from the province of Laguna. And uh, now I'm living somewhere here in Europe. (laughs) I'm living in Italy and um, basically that's it. I'm I'm a mother of four. My kids are all though ironically, my kids are all adults. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're all adults now and so that's it. I'm fond of poetry. I'm fond of, you know, that's where I met and how I met uh, Jida. I'm also fond of reading. I mean um, I can't and what else? I'm a, I, I, uh, I am an event coordinator. I, uh, I do events, especially during, you know, before pandemic. I'm a tutor also. That's what I do. And um, what else should I say? Basically, that's it. <laughs> you need to
0: know. <laughs> so you said at the mommy that you were an adult, uh, like when you were younger, you're already like a mom. So mm-hmm. can you tell us more about your story? Like how did yes. you get to Italy? She's from yeah. Italy. Um, well,
1: my, most of my siblings are here. I, I got here from my siblings. My siblings uh, were the ones who helped me here. But even before I graduated college, I got married early. And so before I was able to have my diploma, I already have three kids and uh, on, the, on, on my way on the for the fourth kid, And so, you know, I've been... It's been rough because, you know, in the Philippines, it's not easy really to have children, work, and then study. And uh, that's how, you know, that's how I was able to get my diploma. And uh, I married young, and uh, it really... Gave a lot of challenges and trials. And then afterwards, uh, things didn't turn out well with me and my husband. And so, it's now my my former husband. And so, I raised my kids by my own. And uh, that's maybe the reason why motherhood really, you know, became my identity. I mean, for me. That's basically, that's the first and would always be on top of my priority. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think you're just a mother as well. You're also a father to your kids. Exactly. And four, it's not easy to raise four kids. Exactly, it, It's a lot of hard work, love, and dedication. And it's a constant decision. Yes. Day. And it, what is
1: difficult with that is that you would be the source both of love and discipline. Yes. And, you know, sometimes it's very difficult to express this discipline through love mm-hmm. because children won't, you know, easily understand why you give restrictions, why you give rules, you know. Children are children. And so sometimes you really have to be patient in explaining why. And they have so many questions. And, you know, it, it, that was, I think, mo- the most challenging part. Being the source of both, you know, love, the cuddling and the discipline, what draws the line. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if now I know that you said that your children are adults now, like mm-hmm. where where are you at in in terms of, um, let's say, giving love or tough love or disciplining disciplining them? Like, what is there a difference from before when they were much younger and now? Well, I think
1: the difference is the reception. <laughs> because I think I am more of a tough, I give more of a tough love. My kind of love is a tough love. I mean, um, and uh, it was effective maybe, I could say, because all of them are all God-fearing. I could say that they're all good children. They're not perfect, but, you know, they are not um, you know, they are not the society's concern anymore. (laughs) They can contribute to the society. And that is, I think, what is important for me. But then the difference is that now, whenever I would be expressing something and they won't agree. (laughs) I I feel that too. (laughs) (laughs) Right? There's a clash. Yes, and and that would be, I, 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 Always will tell them I raise tough kids. I would, Whenever they have problems, I would, you know, the, the thing that they would hear from me most often than not is that I didn't raise coward kids. I raised tough kids with principles. And that mm-hmm. is what they would come back and tell me. Sometimes they would, I would be, you know, lamenting on something. And they will tell me, you know what, you told me to be like this and like that. And then I will tell them, you know, you have to do this. But no. You told me you know, to, to have a set of principles and now this is how we practice it. And uh, it's cool sometimes that I'm amazed at times that you know they would tell me things that they've done or they've said to people or they stood their ground in the particular things. And uh, sometimes I'm amazed that, oh my goodness, uh, they, they, they've done well. I mean, they are able to, you know, stick to their principles. And for me, that's, you know, Important that matters. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it starts with the like I think when you're younger, that's where our parents are really the first teachers. They're the first who plants the seeds of those principles and those values. And then it will grow throughout time that we as children carry out. And, yeah, and I'm very exactly. thankful. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: The difference is that during my time when I was young. My father is a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, he's a man of few words. And my mother also doesn't say much. It's, you know, that we would be learning things or we would get things and their looks. So when your mom would look at you, you should know what that look meant. <laughs> Not unlike, you know, unlike today, that yeah. you've said that, you know, you can't go. But, you know, my daughter would ask me why or, you know, oh. there would always be discussions and you really have to explain the pros and the cons and what would, and then they would tell, you know, let us learn the hard way if that would be the case So let us learn from our mistakes. And that sometimes would piss me because, you know, you know where it would be leading, but, you know, they would tell us, you know, they would tell me, let us learn from our mistakes. and Okay. And come back when you're crying already.
0: Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, like I kind of share the same struggle with your kids, uh, personally. Like I, there are obviously like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I've been reflecting the right and wrong ways, but mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I, I'm like for me, I want to learn from mis- my mistakes too. Like, uh, it's it sounds weird, <laughs> but like I don't know. I I just wanna feel. I just wanna learn if my decision was like this or I want to be accountable for it for some reason. I know there's obvious ones, but Mm -hmm. like I I share I I kind of feel your kids in a way. I I don't know. know, Sometimes
1: there there would be times that um, there are things that you cannot you know put back to where it was before. And that is something that maybe that really affects me. There are things that you know that I know when they decide on something. This decision would matter and would change the way how life would be and and you know for mm-hmm. me because of the difficulties that we've been through i don't want them to go through the same difficulties that right. i went through so mm-hmm. that's just where i'm coming but if you will insist insist that you know you would like to experience such difficult you know difficult times where you, you want to experience those lessons in a difficult way,
0: okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See, let's go on to your relationship with your children. We kind of heard about a little bit. Like, Can you describe your relationship with your children? Tell us more about them.
1: I call my kids my four-leaf Oh, They're all equal in my sight. It's just that each person, each child has their own unique needs, you know. Uh, they have, you know, strong you know, by means of characters or needs. Some are, you know, need more or some just, you know, would be satisfied with a little effort or whatsoever. But that is something that a mother may we use our uh, instincts, that we know when a child, when this child needs more attention or when this child needs more help or, you know, it's kind of tricky because they would think that, oh, that's your favorite one. That's, you know, that, but actually for me, I don't have, I don't play favorites. I, I, I don't have favorites, but it's just that, for example, I pray always for my kids, but there are times I would pray harder for a child who is there on a battlefield, right? So, things like that. And uh, the relationship with my kids are, my. the other day, my son told me, well, the, the positive thing that you married young and you had kids when you were young, now you are just like our bergada, That, you Ooh, know, if, <laughs> they, they can ask me, <laughs> because it's true, they, they can ask me, we could, you know, drink together. And to my surprise I can drink more than my son could
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you have it in you huh? <laughs> yeah. and it was funny
1: because you know, it was it's funny that was that experience was funny because um, at the end of the the at the end of the session of the drinking session that we call at the end the last bottle you know my, my son told me I can't drink this anymore because all of us should drink equal bottles right? So as soon as they turn 18, I would have, I would like to see them have their first drink at home so that they would know their capacity. But smoking for me, I don't support Mm smoke. That's Mm -hmm. a different, different thing. But, you know, there are things that uh, they can do as soon as they turn. And I would like to be there during, you know, the first things that they would do that we don't usually advise them when they were younger. For me, mm-hmm. I'm, cool I'm cool with that. They can go party. you can go watching bands together. And one time, I, I, we brought my son to a gig. You know, band, live band uh, gig. And he told me, let's go home. This is too loud for me. <laughs> and I'm enjoying the night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool though. Like, you are... Striking a balance between being a mom and also a friend to them. Yeah. And it's not that's always a, an easy thing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes
1: that's true. But I, I'm glad that my son uh, said that, that, you know, it's a good thing that, you know, that's the, the good thing that afterwards we are all like, you know, friends that we go around and laugh and say the things together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is something that I was not able to share with my parents because, you know, my parents are a lot older than me. <laughs> I was born. Mm-hmm. My parents are already really, not old but mm-hmm. you know they're already in their 30s or 40s and so the age mm-hmm. gap is so big and uh, it's really a different parenting during the time that yeah. I was the child. so yeah That's <laughs> it,
0: it may be also at the mom like how open you are to just learn from them and also mm-hmm. just be yeah. with them just be with them like spend time with them and have that bond sure. with them and so you guys have that kind of relationship where yes you're also yes friends. that's true yes that's mm-hmm.
1: true or maybe there's also the you know it's an the, the effect of uh, or one of the you know effect uh, when their their biological father left us so we mm-hmm. we had no choice but but to stick together and uh, you know it could have been difficult Different if they have their biological father with them, you know, things could might, you know, things might be different. But, but because of the given situation, we opted to to show and tell that we love each other. Although not all the times we understand each other, there would always be clashes. There, of course, there are a lot of clashes. Of course, until now there would be bits and some, you know, things that misunderstandings, and whatnot. But at the end of the day we will always we'll always um, come to to an agreement that we reacted that way because we reacted out of care out of love that just you know sometimes we just care too much that reactions are sometimes unsolicited and you know, misunderstood
0: mm-hmm. have you always dreamt of becoming a mom like i no no <laughs> <laughs> really no. Ironically,
1: really? Yes, because uh, I'm a I'm a free spirited person. Mm-hmm. I love outdoors. I play basketball when I was young. I do hiking. I hike mountains. And when I was younger, I thought that you know maybe I would marry late in my life because I enjoy life. I mean, I am mm-hmm. uh, an outdoor. I, I love camping. I love the Tense. I mean, and, and having children, I know, being a mother would somehow suppress that. And it did. It did. Mm-hmm. I, I won't deny it. It did. Because I, I got married early. I got pregnant uh, even before I got my diploma, before finishing school, before finishing college. And so it was a different, uh, different uh, life that I led. So, yeah. Uh, Maybe the reason why, until now, I can still do some things that I used to do before. I can still hike, I could still play basketball. Maybe I'm a bit afraid that my feet won't (laughs) cooperate on how I want my feet to cooperate to play. But other things that, you know, I can still play drums. I can still play something that I used to do before. Maybe because, you know, I, I... the, the, the you know running after the the youthfulness that I missed a lot with having my kids but I never regret anything at all I don't regret having my children they're my life but you know there are things that I just really missed doing when I was you know a, a young mother and uh, now that you know all of them are already adults I can go back to, <laughs> to the time that I should have done it during that time. Now I can't do that anymore. But still, you know, uh, it it rejuvenates me thinking that I could still somehow do some things that won't be an eyesore
0: (laughs) at my age to do. (laughs) (laughs) No, you do you, Tate Mom. Do what makes you happy. The focus is now on you. Like like now that your kids are older, then you can go back to whatever you, what the body and you want to do.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. No one's but stopping the, you. What, what my uh, what my joints could uh, still le- let me do. <laughs> Maybe the jo- yeah, the
0: joints. <laughs> I didn't know you're so well-rounded, Ate Mom. You're so uh, like open to do this and that. So that's oh, that's yeah. a good quality. Yes, yes, I'm well-rounded. Even my bellies are so round. <laughs> <laughs> so when you first started becoming a mom, like what is the lessons you learned your expectations and then your reality as well
1: you know lessons I think all mothers can relate to this that unconditional love is real is real, real. that's wow. real I mean um, even up till this time mom, I already have my, my youngest, eldest son is already turning he will be turning 28 this year but you know I know he's He's all grown up and I know he could take care of himself. I know he could talk to anybody older or younger than him and could, could be able to express himself well or you know, but for me he's still my son and nobody nobody could, you know, nobody could do something ill to my son or else, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's, for example, there's this incident that he was scolded by someone, by someone, but while he was at work, and his work is not easy. He's working as a seafarer, a chemical tanker. And he should not be, um, you know, she, he should always be, he should always focus on his work because his work is not easy. And that, you know, uh, even I won't call him when I know he is on duty. But for someone to call him during the time that he's at work. I mean for me I call the attention of that person that at least he asks if my son is available. If my son is not working, you know. My my son sometimes is too kind to say he can't take the call or he can't, you know, answer back. But for me, I, I would just like, you know, be cautious because my son he's nice, he's very good. And at least ask how is he doing before, before saying anything else than, you know, knowing the situation. I mean, I, it's not, I, I don't need to do that. But being a mother, even if I know my son could handle it, still, you know, I would stop someone else's shoulder, you know, tell them, hey, you're crossing the line. Mm,
0: I see, I see. So unconditional love, like, I think when you give birth and you have that bond, that attachment, and it just, it just goes, transcends the the lifetime or the end of the, even after, even I think after this life, even the next life, you're still praying for your, your children. I believe that. I truly believe that you're still going to watch over them and, and wish them the oh, best oh definitely definitely mm-hmm. definitely um tough um i mean
1: it, it's really very tough to, to be a mother at a young age but you know even cats animals those who, who give birth to their you know pups or to give birth to their to their kids even they have the instinct of protecting their children. So more okay. so. Yeah.
0: yeah. What are the highs and lows of, of you becoming a mom?
1: Oh! Um, the highs and lows. I should just... One. <laughs> there are plenty. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> <laughs> <like this. laughs> there are plenty. You know, whenever they would be... Um, expressing uh, that they appreciate you in, in any form uh, that is something that I, I, I really you know that warms my heart I mean because sometimes there are things that are unexpected you know simple things just simple things you know that my child will do for me that is very uh, appreciated I appreciate that so much because, you know, parents uh, tend to, or it's our responsibility to give, but the children, they don't have responsibility to their parents. But if they would show, you know, something you know, to give back in return, showing love in return, so that's the bonus part of it. So, mm-hmm. any form, I mean, my son would always, whenever he would be able to go to, before the pandemic, and he knows that I'm a bookmark collector. He would buy a few book, bookmarks for me into the countries that he would land on. So that is, you know, what is a bookmark? That is a very simple thing. But that's huge for me. That's already a show of affection. Remembering you during his trips. That is something that is so nice for me. My loss, uh, the, 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 maybe the um. Um, something that would you know make me feel low is whenever they would not follow the advices in life that I am, in particular of something that you know because I know that, or I have an idea or I have the foresight maybe, the foresight of a mother. You cannot you know you cannot um you cannot put it aside. Mothers have foresight. And somehow we would have an idea that if you do something and at the end you will just be, you know, you will get, it's either you will get hurt or you will lose or, you know, something that would remember that when our children are hurt, it it hurts us twice. So because it's very painful to see your children fail. So maybe that is one thing that is, uh, you know, uh, brings me down something whenever I would be advising them to do this thing because I am sure they would be safe or they would be, you know, they would succeed doing this but then they would do otherwise just because of the reason like what you've said that you would like to experience it or learn <laughs> from it. And we know that it's really a break or make but somehow we know the percentage of it. it's not that we, we it's not that we demean the, the capability. It's not that we look lesser that my kids won't be able to do well but you know it's it, our, our children is not just a factor the world is you know that surrounds your child you, you you i might raise a good person but not all kids were raised good you know, the society definitely is not In good
0: sense. and it's coming out of love like that desire for that person to be safe and for for your kids to be safe and protected it's it's coming out of love as well
1: yes (laughs) yes yes. and and so i'm telling them you know if you're a safe driver that's good but not all drivers that you come across uh, along the road are good drivers or safe drivers also so it's it's something that you know so i would advise them not to to travel that this this time you know or not to travel, not to go on that road or something like that. And then you're just making them sure that they are safe because uh, I don't see them see them every day more so that they have their own lives service. And and maybe that would bring me into my low points when never I know that time will come, that they would be encountering more problems than how each how I mean, more problems compared to if you just listen to what I've said. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's like a double-edged edged sword. sword. Yeah, It's like if they get hurt, you get hurt as well. Yes. Kind of thing, double. right? Yes, yeah.
1: double, double to hurt.
0: Double, double. Whew, wow, so <laughs> <Going> deep. <laughs> I'm trying to understand where my mom is coming from too. But I guess on our part, on my part personally like i don't know i i just want to like i said like i want to experience but like am i able to handle that pain or ever like is it's it's like an experiment for me like am i what if my what if is not true and not i don't know if you understand what i'm saying yes but, yes i know i, know, I understand
1: it, it, i understand i mean you really like children i believe you know you should really Have your own journey. I mean, explore life, but you cannot get, cannot take it away from mothers, especially Mm -hmm. to warn you, not going there or you know, not, not taking the risk, especially when it's too risky. We know that after taking the risk and you would, and you will succeed, we will be double happy. Also, you know, but you know, for me, it's better to be safe than to be sorry mm-hmm. or for me it's better that no, you know I've, I've given the warnings then just kept it to myself and then afterwards you know beat myself down something and it's not. so you know I'm just you know laying down all the warnings all the signs it's up to you to read it to, to follow it but if not then okay then come back then we'll try together
0: yeah thanks for listening and watching guys i hope you tune in for quaderno episode 21 part two we are on spotify on facebook and on youtube marjala bermudas please do share a message that resonates with you share our content and please watch out for a fundraising online concert if you know any artists, performers or anyone willing to help out in this uh, cause let me know send me a message and let's do this bye see you in the next one